0: hey everybody welcome to the marvel super awesome super show i am creech i'm john and we're gonna talk about the hawkeye episode six today season finale
1: yeah yeah i um. so my first impression was that kingpin feels forced into this story like take out kingpin, right? Then it becomes a story about how there's this basically it's uh make it Kazi versus um versus uh, the the one guy <laughs> or versus our our heroes, right? And we have what's her face echo stuck in the middle. Okay. Kingpin was n- only <laughs> He was only there for one episode, and while he was good, it very, it, there wasn't a lot with him.
0: But he was necessary.
1: I don't know if he was necessary. You because make,
0: So, make, so make, the reason why is because clearly um, Kate's father worked for Kingpin. Right. I get that. And th- this explains why Eleanor then was having to work for him. And things then get too out of hand, and she's like, "I can't do this anymore,
1: okay, but it it feels like that that last part is rushed, right? Yeah, we aren't we aren't worried. we don't care about this kingpin. We're told about this uncle, yada, 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 but like it's it's whatever. who cares, right? Um, then all of a sudden, End of episode 5, we're introduced to the Kingpin. And we know... And Hawkeye is worried about him. He's like, "Oh, That's who I was worried about. And then, all of a sudden... Now we have Kingpin. Who is... I mean, he was fantastic. Uh, the actor. Who played him. Nothing wrong with his acting. Issues is more so with story and pacing.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, realistically... This were seven episodes and episode six was getting a lot of that Kingpin backstory. Um,
1: Don't need that. But go ahead. <laughs> I- Hold on.
0: Hold on. You're just now complaining that there's not enough Kingpin. And not enough like, oh, we didn't get any development of him.
1: Well well. And whoa, now whoa, you're whoa, sa- whoa, Yes, whoa, that's whoa, what you were whoa. saying. You're like, saying oh there death. wasn't enough. I was saying that we didn't get enough of Kingpin in the story. I did not say I want more backstory, because I, a loyal Marvel watcher, have watched all of Daredevil. I know Kingpin's backstory. I don't need it told to me again, especially because I'm Mm -hmm. going to put my foot down here and now, once again, go back to our last episode to know what I'm putting my foot down for, saying that this makes Daredevil part of the MCU.
0: Okay, but... (laughs) Like, that's fine. But you want to listen to what I was saying. Getting backstory of Kingpin and Kate's father. Episodes three, four, and five, the intro was so good on each one. Because it was Mm -hmm. a backstory of whatever the new character was. Kingpin was this new character. And had we gotten that backstory of where he fits into this story. Even if it was like, even if it was Kingpin and Eleanor. Not like present day, like right then. That's what we got as like the intro. But it was like. It didn't feel as developed as all the other intros, where it's like, Holy crap, this is such a good intro because it's not dealing with what's happening right now. It's giving more backstory.
1: I, I guess. I I think here here's what I would do. Um, because I think we both agree that this episode was rushed. It feels rushed. It's not It's not the best in the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Part of it's the beginning, part of it's, um...
0: The middle, and part of it's the end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's the show. <laughs> um, the, just like the show, the beginning was very... It was okay. Middle, I thought was really well done. And then it just falls off at the end.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's really just... I wanted to know more about Eleanor and Kingpin in that situation and had we had pretty much a whole episode where you know 60% of it was focused on that storyline we would have i think as viewers felt a lot better going into the last episode being like okay this is where everything's going to kind of lead into so and that being you- said you also would have more time of jack being in jail rather than that super forced like oh hey look jack's out of jail cuz he is oh, I didn't one. mind
1: that I did not mind it because it's more like, oh, he's rich enough to and has all these connections he's able to get out because he knows how to be that aristocrat. that's all he is is an aristocrat who uh knows how to pull strings.
0: well, I'm not saying necessarily from a amount of days in jail. I'm saying from a like timeline of the TV
1: i I didn't mind it because we already knew at that. At the end of episode five, we know that he's the red herring. He's not actually the bad guy. He well,
0: We did not know that. Yes, we did. We didn't talk about that. You and me? Yeah. No, we didn't. We never said that, so no. I'm just gonna put on record that we did not know that. Well like I don't, I don't like, okay. If we knew sure, we would have talked about that.
1: Structurally, from now a story per, struct structurally from a story perspective, we should know that Eleanor is evil. This was the red herring throughout the show,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? So, um, so with that in mind, I think it's fine to have him just come back out of jail. He's like, "Oh yeah, no, I've been the red herring the entire time." Who knows if I'm actually good or evil? We'll see in a second.
0: Yeah, I will um, say, I thought it was really funny how he goes, this is my time to shine or something like that. When, like, he's really confused on what Eleanor and Kate are talking about and then sees that there's, like, all this fighting happening. He's like, oh, I can do this. <laughs>
1: yep. I, it very much was, like, it, it makes more Sense for him to like become part of the LARPers after this because, like, all oh, definitely, all he is, he's just a guy with a sword. Now, in the comics, I did end up reading on this. Um, there is a person who's really good with swords in the comics called the Swordmaster. Um, and it may be, it might be an allusion to him, you know, becoming this character later on. Later down the road. But. uh, I I thought that was fun. Just seeing him. Like a. Little boy with a. Lightsaber. Pretending. You know. Fighting people. You know how little boys are. Mm -hmm. We were those little boys at one point. He was just having fun. Waving his sword about. Anyway, I did want to talk about what I, how I would have changed the show to make it kind of have this ending, like change the ending and change kind of the the villain focus, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what I would do is focus on the tracksuit mafia. Eleanor has been working with the tracksuit mafia along with other gangs. But let's just focus on the tracksuit mafia. Um, because uh, Kate's father owed them money. owed kingpin money, but money goes down to these gangs that then whatever, right?
0: Okay, so you're saying... Okay.
1: So, then we build up, we have the giant fight um, and the final fight is uh, Echo and um, Kate taking down Kazi.
2: Uh, interesting.
1: Because Kazi's the actual villain, right? We know that whoever, that Kazi kind of set up the, or more or less knew that um, the, uh, the Ronin was going to kill Echo's
2: father. Okay, well, then what's the whole point of. Hmm? What's the point of what?
0: Like Eleanor and Jack and all that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that feels like. So. With, Ele- like, Eleanor and Just like wants saying, out, like, it's like. Right? I, I feel but, like. The Tracksuit Mafia is not scary, though.
1: They're not scary, and that's fine. The whole story isn't about them.
0: Um. But, like, there's no motive for her to get out if there's no, like, bigger thing. Like, she sees she Kate's says, getting well, into she, this.
1: She says, Kate's getting close. Kazi, I need to speak to the boss. Just keep it general, you know? And then they're like, okay, you need to speak to the boss, that's fine. Um, he, we, we can work something out. Kazi gets on her phone. We don't see who's on the other line. Kazi's like, "Yeah? Okay, you want us to out take her out? We can do that." Okay. Then but it- Eleanor goes um and uh she's in trouble. Basically the exact same plot except Kingpin's not in it. Then the last shot um basically our end credit scene right after the musical We'd see a desk with a silhouette behind it, and a person comes in and says, um, "Sir, the tracksuit mafia has been un- uh, taken into custody. Um, Kazi is found dead." Then we see uh, Wilson Fisk lean in. You see that twitching. He's like, "Well, that delays our plans. Done. End. Give so us a saying- hook."
2: Yeah, but then
0: then you're just sitting there and you're like, oh, cool. What's his his name's in this? But it's like, I don't know. I think with the setup of how they put Wilson Fisk at the end of Hawkeye and then we had already gotten like literally three days before that the confirmation of Charlie Cox being in the MCU. Or like maybe it was a week before that. And then it's like, oh, goodness. We see Spider-Man and we see Matt Murdock and it's like, holy crap, all this. And then we get to the end of this episode Mm -hmm. where, you know, half of the population, probably more, thinks that Kingpin's dead.
1: I don't think anyone thinks Kingpin's dead.
0: People do. I promise you. Okay. You're right. I've not, you're right. Hold on. No, John you're right. I've not talked to people and they haven't told me, holy crap, Kingpin's dead. That's crazy. Why'd they bring him in for just a moment? You're right. I've not talked to people.
1: (laughs) I I will say that a lot of people on Reddit did say uh, that, there there's some people that are like maybe he said, but No, he was shot in the eye. Oh, I don't I I, I think I think he'll survive. Some way, somehow. He, he will.
0: He was shot in the eye. There's a comic that um Maya shoots him in the eye. Like in a very similar scenario like this. I was reading about it. Um so that's that's where my money's at, is he's shot in the eye.
1: Um I, I don't maybe. I just, I don't see him, especially, like, if they are trying to bring in some of these Netflix shows into the MCU and give them footing, Mm -hmm. don't have him be a one-off, right?
2: Oh, he's not, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you can't have him be for, like, basically (sighs) one episode, and you can't have Kate Bishop or Hawkeye defeat him you need a spider-man you need um daredevil you need the defenders you need friendly neighborhood people more or less not someone who's taken on the world right
0: kate bishop has only dealt with this though that's true. i think it's perfectly fine for her to have beaten him like that just happened
1: yeah no i think i think it was fine sorry i my someone pinged me for
2: work
0: uh um okay there's a lot of flaws with what you think should have happened in this series as far as like how it went in my opinion and i don't want to go into it because i feel like then this entire podcast is going to be a recording of us talking about your stupid ideas rather than let's actually talk about what happened. So, John Wayne, <clears throat> let's talk about what happened in this fucking episode rather than what you, th- like, feel like this whole series should have been. So, we get Kingpin and Eleanor. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Eleanor's trying to come out. And she pretty much is just like, nope, I've thought this through. I'm coming out. And obviously, she did not think that through. Um, which kind of surprises me, like, did, did that, supr- I mean, or I guess what, what's su- nothing surprised me as far as like the outcome of her, like trying to get out of this game, essentially.
1: So I but was,
0: it, it surprised me how she thought it was a smart idea.
1: Uh, it surprised me that she thought it was a smart idea. What surprised me also was how restraint Wilson Fisk was.
2: Like when um, when she did that?
1: Yeah, when when she said, I'm out, thank you very much. I was ready. So ready to see him just bash her face in.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. that's the Wilson Fisk I know from Daredevil. But uh he Shoulder strength. You could see the twitch in his eye. He's like, "This is not going to my plans." Getting real pissed off, but he couldn't do anything because she had incriminating evidence against him.
0: I, I think, I think, yeah, that's kind of his reasoning was he was like, and he knew that, like, Kazi wanted to kill, or well, not Kazi wanted to kill Clint, but like, the plan was to kill Clint as well. And it's like, if all of them are going to be at that same place why not just kill all the birds with all the stones and then get arrested for it, you know, type of deal? Yeah. Like, it's like, why, why risk, like, why risk killing Eleanor there and then those, like, things getting leaked? And you can't kill Clint or you can't uh do other, like, you know. But, um... Alright, so after that, mm-hmm. we've got they make the uh, the arrows.
2: Trick arrows, yep.
0: So this is what I want to play. I want to play a game jumwing. Okay. There was one arrow that I'm really intrigued by. Can you guess which one it is?
1: Was it the Pim Arrow?
0: No, it's the Too Dangerous Arrow. Okay. So here's the game Jamwin. Come up with the too dangerous arrow. What's it gonna do?
1: My money.
0: Like, granted, I don't think we'll ever see what this too dangerous arrow is. Obviously, they just put it in there for like, funny, you know, Clint being like, "Hey, like, yeah, it's time to use the dangerous arrows," and like she's excited, and then he's like, "Ah, no, too dangerous."
1: Um, I okay. My my money is going to be on a uh, black hole. It just creates a black hole.
0: That that was like my kind of first reaction was something similar to that. I, I really like what I just came up with because it kind of ties into the fact that Stark made a lot of those trick arrow things, as you could see, the arrowheads. Um, yeah. It's a Jericho missile arrow.
1: I did think of that.
0: Um, which I feel like it's too dangerous for this setting. Obviously, too dangerous, period, is the black hole arrow. Um, which definitely would be something cool to see. But yeah. Um. Alright. What's after after this?
1: After that, they then go to the party. Jack's out of jail. Mm. Mm. Um, and then we get the sniper. Kazi the sniper.
0: Yeah. And I loved how when Kate sees Eleanor and like they talk, she literally just says, No, this is your fault that this is a mess. And Eleanor's like, no, 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 it's we like this everything's gonna be fine. It's like she just calls her out on the bullshit. Like it's very, very well done. Good job, Kate.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's who Kate is. She's headstrong, six to her guts, and in her moment of uncertainty.
2: Um, you know, Hawkeye reassured her, said, you're my partner. And then that kind of any,
1: any questions that she had at that point, they were gone. You could see it in both the acting and I just, I think, um, the actress that played her was very well. I love the chemistry that her and Yelena have um, they are contagious together, I loved how they were fighting, and then, uh, they were, like, complimenting each other, Mm -hmm. during the fight, they were becoming friends while fighting, that's amazing!
0: Yeah, that was super cool, it makes me excited for the future of those two.
1: Yeah, um, it's, I, so, okay, I I won't bring that up yet, because I think you want to just get through the episode first. And yeah. then talk about the future.
0: Yeah, um, definitely loved how during that whole party, like the Larpers were literally the inside guys. Like, yep, um, that they kind of had planned all of that. Like, I absolutely loved the Larpers and how they just kept them consistent in in the whole series. Like, really, really loved that how they did that and created some fantastic supporting roles through that.
1: Yeah. And then I, I, the, the the thing that I really liked about them too, was that all like when we first are introduced to them, we're told that they're all first responders, right? They're, they're firefighters, they're, they're, you know, police officers, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so like when it's time for them to like evacuate everyone, they're trying to get everyone's attention. They're like, usually we're wearing uniforms when when we're trying to move people and get them to listen to us. Mm-hmm. And then they put on their costumes. I just thought that was, like, cute. Like, imagine if you saw just Chris Evans <laughs> saying, hold off a perimeter during, like, the attack of New York, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's basically that same scenario. The attack of New York, Uh, Captain America says, hold off the perimeter. Um, If he wasn't wearing a uniform, they'd just be like, get inside, you're crazy.
0: Well, no, that's how they thought at first, but then he had to beat someone up. Right. And then they realized, oh, if they're in, like, these crazy costumes, that means they're strong and powerful. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I thought that was really well done. And then... So, we get, uh, Clint gets into the tree, um, sees a cute little owl. That's cute. Kate gets him out of the tree. Yeah. And then, then they're, (laughs) then they're stuck in the ice, and I thought everything done in the ice fight was, ice rink fight was super, super cool. Um, I do have one complaint, though. Okay. The... Trick arrows, right? Right? What is the point of having a trick arrow that only immobilizes or kills one person when, like realistically, you could just shoot them in the heart and they die?
1: Well, because you don't want to kill people and but they
0: they killed a lot of people,
1: oh, they did. and the like thing that Marvel has a huge problem with is like. They want to give these heroes these moral dilemmas of, like, oh, should I kill? Should I not kill? But then you give us, like, a hundred guys in surrounding an ice ring. And you're like, let's just have them start shooting. And sometimes, you know, you'll see, oh, the arrow's in the foot. Oh, it's in the leg. But there are some that definitely went into the heart. Definitely, like, killed a couple people. I... Mar- Marvel needs to not vote, like, be alright with having our heroes kill bad guys. It's okay. But, you can't, like, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? You can't have these moral dilemmas of killing, which there weren't really any in Hawkeye, but, like, they're going to do it at some point, right? Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: and like if you want to do like something clever like Spider-Man for example. Spider-Man never kills anyone. Um in the video game, the the Spider-Man video game for the PS4 and PS5. You know how they get around Spider-Man pushing people off buildings? How? Every Single time that a person is flung off a building, a web pulls them to the building, and they're, like, attached to, like, the very top of the building, but webbed. So he's never killing them. He's just putting them in the worst possible place it could all ever be. I'm sure the police will get to them at some point. But (laughs) it's very, you know, it's like, oh, Spider-Man doesn't kill people. Here's how we show it in the video game.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: But we can't have like Kate Bishop in like Hawkeye season two if there is one. I don't know. I don't think there will be. I I don't. I, we didn't I, get. A,
0: we didn't got We did not get a confirmation like we did with Loki. So if we do, it will be something that's later on and deals with something. Else, I would think, either between Kate Bishop and Hawkeye or just a Kate Bishop or just a Hawkeye thing. I would think yeah. more just a Kate Bishop thing. Um n- since since we're already kind of talking about the future, let's kinda talk about this one. What is at the end of the episode, uh she's just like, what about Lady Hawk? Hawkshot? Like, what is her um Hawkeye? Kate Bishop's It is Hawkeye? That's what I thought it was. So, like, they definitely could call it Hawkeye. Okay. Um. I
1: think, so... I think what they're setting up is... They're they're definitely setting up the Young Avengers. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Because... Like, spoilers for Spider-Man. Um...
1: With no one knowing who Peter Parker is. We now have this time where it makes sense for Peter to be looking for young heroes. You know, allies, friends. Mm -hmm. Kate Bishop. Perfect person. I almost... I was almost half expecting during the end credits. Um... That to
2: actually
0: get some content?
1: I thought the <laughs> musical was fun. I thought the musical number was really fun. I, I hated didn't it. Hate it. I didn't. I thought it was cute. <laughs> anyway. Um, but it would have been like, you know, Spider-Man being like, hey, um, Kate Bishop? At, like, during daylight, she just flew back after Christmas, and she's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, I thought you might find it fun to, you know, help me stop crime across the uh, the, the, the Queens area. And, like, you know, we have a friendship started there.
0: hmm I think a lot of people were expecting that, but I think the reason they didn't is so that way... They're kind of leaving us on, like, oh, when are they going to get together? Like, you know. I Maybe. Because when, when is the next Spider-Man movie we're getting? We don't know. Exactly. So, like, that's the kind of the thing. It's like if they put something like that and we don't get a Spider-Man movie for three years, everyone's going to kind of forget that that happened and just be like, oh, yeah, right, that. But without having them come together, then it's like at any point they can kind of make that happen. And also, like, the timeline of everything is kind of just starting to get weird because we have so many things happening. It's and it's very, like, there's it's very, just a lot.
1: Well, it's fuzzy.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: one thing that you might have noticed, I noticed this uh, when I watched Spider-Man. Um, but also when I watched Hawkeye. They're trying to not give a year.
0: Yep, they're yep. they trying noticed, very
1: yeah. hard not to say this date this time
0: it was so um, obvious with um aunt like May's Spider-Man? death yeah. yeah just like the whatever to 2 2000 nothing like no no answer
1: yep it's um,
2: it's yeah yeah so
0: what was i shoot it was in my brain Um, That was terrible. The musical. Um, I
1: thought it was fun.
0: It's not how I wanted the episode to end.
1: No. I think you do that as a YouTube feature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you either have an end credit scene or you don't.
0: Well, and here's the thing it's like, I think what they were thinking was with, um, what was it? Um,
2: from Loki. Is that who it was?
0: The guy dancing.
1: Hmm? Was that
0: Loki or someone dancing in one of the TV shows?
1: That wasn't. That wasn't. Uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Who was it? It was the um.
0: Oh the right, uh, Baron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Zemo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Baron Zemo.
0: Got it. That, yeah, like, I think they were trying to go for something like that. Like, it's like, haha, we can, like, just throw this in, and it's, like, kind of like the Baron Zemo dancing thing, and it's, like, in my opinion, I'm like, nah, that felt real force.
1: Like, e- even with the Baron Zemo thing, like... Well, they didn't
0: plan that to be, like, right. such a big hit.
1: They didn't mean for it to become a meme. You don't just make a meme happen. It, you let the meme th- flow through
2: you. But, like,
1: e- even with Baron Zemo, like, once they realized, oh, this is a huge hit, they released on YouTube an extended version of that dance, because they're like, oh, people like this.
0: Yep. Um, so, back to, like, kind of the, the ending fights we yeah. have. Um, so, I've not seen all of Daredevil yet. Um. Three episodes in, uh, it's very hard for me to watch because it's very gory and I do not do well with gore. But I'm I'm pushing through. Um, but we see Kingpin can kind of take oh, he can take a beating.
1: Oh he he's taking more of a beating in uh, Hawkeye there. than oh really? The, like he he is stronger, more resilient. Let me put it this way: if Daredevil Kingpin had an arrow get hit him in the chest. He wasn't just going to like look at it and then break it. Like most likely, he would have stumbled at least. Mm-hmm. Also, he got hit by a freaking car.
0: Yeah, he got hit by a car, and then he had like and then stood up. Uh, well, he had a bunch of explosions on him. And then was able to walk. Like obviously he was dazed afterwards, but so I'm wondering, is he at all enhanced?
1: I don't want to spoil Daredevil for you, Andrew.
0: Cool, cool. I'm really a lot
1: of a lot of the questions you have you will have about Kingpin get answered in Daredevil. Sweet. Um,
0: well, but here's and here's the thing, which is why I think they did very well. Like, I, I understand as someone who's not seen, or uh, that's seen Daredevil, like, you have your reasons for wanting Hawkeye to be a little different. But as someone who's not seen it, mm-hmm. cause there's a good amount of people who have not seen the Netflix series is sure. because, you know, they, they... It's on Netflix. Exactly. Um, and it's that now I'm so interested in watching it and all the other ones because of what they've shown
1: but that's and because
0: a, of the questions i have
1: so here which is very interesting because netflix is still the only place you can watch daredevil jessica jones the defenders luke cage uh iron well, fist
0: and I, and I think i think i know where you're going with this because like disney's not going to make money off that
1: it's a competitor yeah
0: but I would assume Marvel at least makes some amount of money off of it. And no. if not, it's still a hey, we're getting people to be more invested in the MCU in general to where it's like you're you're getting people to get more invested and involved in the overall like it's like why why would they bring in these other Spider-man? In the Spider-Man movie, like, well, the, the amount I'm... of people who are going to go watch that, like, yes, I know Sony's still going to get money with that, and Sony is yeah. a partnership, <laughs> but it's like, you know, if you're Disney, you're like, but if somebody goes and watches a Spider-Man movie, like, or like gets a subscription to what is Spider-Man on? Is it on Prime?
1: I, I don't know where. Spider-Man
0: I don't even know is. if Spider-Man is on anything. Like, I think if... you have to like actually get them.
1: You have to own the DVDs like I do.
0: Yeah. And so it's like Disney makes zero money off that for all the old ones. So it's like, I, th- I think it's much more of a, they care more about because like th- they already have so much money. Like realistically, th- th- they have infinite money, all the money in the world. Like compared to like me and you, you know, it's <laughs> right. like, well, compared to me. The I don't think they're necessarily worried about you know nickel and diming the fan base and much more. They care about getting the fan base to be so invested to where let's say Marvel and Disney like came out and said, "Hey, 2025, we're gonna have a Daredevil movie." I. Like, I don't think that would happen, like, I don't, but it's something that, like, it's like, they could be like, oh, hey, no, we're going to have, in 2025, there's going to be a movie that involves Kate Bishop, Daredevil, and Spider-Man, unnamed movie, you know? Yeah. Like, that would get people to be be like, like, holy crap, watch these things.
1: That's true. I will, okay, so I'm about to get really nerdy. Because thinking about what Marvel's going to do in the future, some of the things that Marvel does kind of relates to like what they're doing in the comics, and like they're using the to- comics as like a testing ground because there's less viewers there and they're more hardcore, um, and they also have all their properties in in the comics, and they don't really have to juggle too much, right? So they just announced with Marvel. So every year they try to have one big event. Right? The thing that'll sell the comics. Um for example, 2 years ago it was War of the Realms where the 9 realms were fighting to see who would sit on the throne to rule them all, more or less. Um the comics just announced their next big event is Eternals versus the Avengers. Where the Eternals are going to fight for some reason the Avengers. Um and I don't know. Reading that made me think what what is Marvel's plan for the MCU based on this comic thing? And I don't know what what it could be it could be that um you know marvels thinking all right we need to see what other teams we can have fight um maybe maybe instead of getting the young avengers um like w- you and i have predicted before maybe we're going to get the um the champions, um, which I don't know if you're familiar with, the champions. Nope. Okay, so the champions in the comics are basically the young Avengers, but better, because they aren't. They aren't. Because they aren't considered Avengers, uh, a lot of you know legal things that the Avengers signed to. Um, And, and like, a lot of the government organizations that they work with don't apply to them. So it's just kids who want to help out and get, like, Miles Morales, uh, Miss Marvel, Hulkling, uh, Viz.
2: Who else? There's a bunch. Did I say
1: Miles Morales? Because he's Uh, in there.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. But we ha- we have not had a live action Miles Morales yet. Well, nope. We've not had we have not seen him. He has been at least like mentioned. Mentioned, yeah, yeah.
1: And I don't know if we'll get Miles Morales anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Because what I think we need for a little bit of time, I think we need our Peter Parker to grow up a little bit, get a little bit older to the point where he can mentor someone.
2: Because, like, right now, he's trying to
1: figure out how to pay bills, how to get his GED, all that good old stuff that comes with losing your existence as a person. And, um,
2: yeah, I feel like it'd be a
1: lot to, like, be like, oh, Miles now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to see him get in there, and it's just going to take a bit. Um,
1: Yep. Plus, with Into... Or Across the Spider-Verse, that's the next one.
0: Yes. I feel like...
1: I feel like Sony... Sony doesn't want to have two competing Miles Moraleses. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like... Um... One of one of the things that they, what, that it feels like, is that, you know, that I saw online after our talk on uh, Spider Man, someone say, "Oh, maybe Venom and uh, Morbius are in the the Amazing Spider Man universe,"
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't think that's. I I'd love for that, but I don't think that's true, because. We then have competing Spider-Men.
0: Yeah. And is there a Spider-Man in the Venom universe? In those two movies? Like have I don't think they, we've seen one yet. I have I not seen those movies.
1: I think but. they've they've like you know, they they've mentioned something about a Spider-Man.
0: Well, have you seen that they've confirmed Spider-Man or Venom 3? They did? Yes, Venom 3 is confirmed. Um, and the graphic I saw of it, now this was just on, like, something, um, like, so I don't think it was, like, posted by Sony, um, hold on.
1: December 7th, they, they confirmed something.
0: hmm Let's see. Yeah. Venom 3 already in the works. Um, the, but, like, the image I saw was, had Spider-Man and, like, like, half of Spider-Man's face, and it was, like, being covered by the Venom. You know, like, something that I think it would be a good way for them to have the Amazing Spider-Man 3 involved in that, because I, I don't know if Amazing Spider-Man 3 was confirmed or not.
1: Nope, but Everyone wants it after Andrew Garfield's amazing performance.
0: Yes, which is crazy because everybody th- thought he sucked.
1: No, you just write a good story.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Give a good actor some good lines to say. And I, I thought. Well.
0: I thought Amazing Spider-Man was good, but
1: I I liked it. Like I, it's one of my I I enjoyed it.
0: I'll say it's actually my favorite first Spider-Man. Mm. I don't want to like- get into it too much because I have, like, I know it's 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 not the hottest of takes, but because we're going to have a five-month stint of no new Marvel, we're going to have to be coming up with some some crazy ideas for these uh
1: Why do you say five months?
0: Uh, May 5th. May six,
1: for for multiverse of madness. Yeah. No, we get something earlier than that.
0: No. I I would love to believe that too. Trust me, I would. And it's heartbreaking to think that.
1: No, no, no. I. Okay. So, cause I th- I feel like we're going to get Moon Knight. Or 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 or. Miss Marvel, before we get Multiverse of Madness.
2: Also, isn't Multiverse of Madness in
1: Multiverse of Madness? Hold up. Google knows all.
0: Midnight's um, release date has not been revealed. It should be revealed sometime between December twentieth and December twenty-first. So it's possible. Um.
2: No.
1: May I would like I would like to see the TV shows Show me TV shows TV shows
2: What are you wondering? Like I just
1: cuz like okay, okay. Okay. One thing Disney is not going to let happen is a Star Wars <laughs> date and a Marvel date. Overlap on Disney Plus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They just won't do it. Um, so. I know at least for the next. Four to six. Weeks. We're going to have the book of Boba Fett.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: After that. I feel like they need to they have something else. Right?
0: That that's the hopes, but they there's no date for Moon Knight or Miss Marvel right now. So the only thing we know for sure that we're gonna get next is Multiverse of Madness in May. And regardless of that, that means we at least we have four to six weeks of no Marvel content. Which is why what I'm trying to get to is well, we don't have those contents. We're gonna be doing fun episodes in the podcast, like our hot takes. Like, uh, I want to debate, like, which characters would win if they fought each other. Um, and I will like tell that.
1: you exactly what Stan Lee says whenever anyone tells him that anyone told him that question. What he say? He said, "Whoever the writers decide."
0: Okay, yeah, but that's why we're gonna decide, <laughs> and we just be like, like. If, if it's like, like, let's, let's, let's do one right here. Like, so. Okay. All right. Uh, Wasp versus uh, Kate Bishop. Wasp. Okay. How? How is she going to win?
1: Um, so. Kate, what's, what's the killing blow? What's the killing? Okay. First of all, these are heroes, Andrew. They're not going to kill each other. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, what's, what's the ending blow?
1: Honestly, it it's that Kate's going to run out of arrows. And when it comes to hand-to-hand combat, we have um Oh, shoot. Sorry, I just remembered something that what? is a nice little tease. Um So, the watch.
0: Yeah. That's uh she's hold on. Uh Agent 19, right?
1: yep um, which
0: is shoot, I remember ah uh... come on, you're
1: so close,
0: oh I know, I know, and I don't want to google it because i i i i like
1: listen,
2: he's Hawkeye, which is a bird, more
1: or less dang
2: it. she's butt. also
1: a what
0: oh, dang it, um. Did you say fish butt? Yeah, I was just going for something really different. Um, no. Okay. Mmm.
1: Mockingbird.
0: Oh, right, that's what it is.
2: Yeah,
1: Damn of it. course. <laughs> now you know after I tell you I I knew that it was ten letters. I could have told you that. <laughs> ten letters. Name of Mockingbird agent.
0: is actually eleven. I, I just counted.
2: Wow. But
1: anyway, yeah.
0: so in I don't I don't really know much other than that she is Mockingbird.
1: Um, in the comics, Mockingbird and Hawkeye dated for a little bit. The thing that's interesting though is in Agents of Shield, we also had Mockingbird. Mocking, Mockingbird, Mockingbird. Yes.
0: Was it played by her?
1: No, it was not. It was, um... Oh, what's her face? Um... I don't know, but the character's name was Bobby in it. Okay. And... Um... Yeah, no, she was really good. And then, uh... There was this amazing show that came out called The Orville. That... um just kept getting renewed so she could never come back to agents of shield. Ah. And she's fantastic in The Orville. If you like Star Trek, especially if you like Star Trek the Next Generation, watch The Orville. Cuz you will be very happy, especially if you like the Marvel comedy side with the the um you know, philosophy that the Next Generation has.
2: Yeah. Okay, so
0: that gets. i I I don't know why I I feel like that was kind of our end credit scene was the, Clint going to there even though it's not really an end credit scene. Yeah, um,
1: it was him going home. It's our. But yeah,
0: line. it that was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to say, uh, I did tear up when uh Clint whistled and um just because you know we never actually see we know that Clint and Natasha are close but we never get to see them talk about stuff like that yeah and so for Clint to just kind of be like no this is literally like who she was to me and who I was to her and who you are to her um I thought that was really well done (laughs) So,
1: yeah, I did not tear up at all. I thought it was a, I don't know. I I think the show in general is a great tribute to Natasha Romanoff. Um, but I didn't feel
2: any emotions
1: like when when that happened. It was more like, oh, okay.
0: I mean, you just don't like Hawkeye as much as me, so that's fair.
1: I guess not, Andrew.
0: I like Hawkeye. I like all the 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 non traditionally loved characters. I think like Hawkeye, uh, Doctor Strange, like I the ones love that people the ones that people aren't like. Oh yeah, he's like a like top three. Like I'm like Andrew. Like, I Doctor want Strange you to is in my top three. Yeah.
1: I have a amazing Doctor Strange shirt. It's like a, a, it's one of those baseball tees that kind of go, pat. it's like a t-shirt, but it's a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. You know the kind. It's yeah. really cool. And it's got Dr. Strange on there. Every time I wear it, people are always like, oh my god, I love your shirt. Dr. Strange is one of my, is my favorite superhero. Or he's in my top three.
0: Well, those people are lying to you. They don't actually mean it.
1: Andrew. Hawkeye might be a. No, a. Uh, uh, unpopular opinion. Might be a little bit more popular now, thanks to the show and Kate Bishop and all that. Um. Doctor Strange? I don't. I don't. I don't that one's kind of popular, Andrew.
0: <laughs> I mean, he definitely wasn't when the movie came out, as far as just, like, people being like, holy crap. Like everyone was like, Wow, this movie is visually stunning and amazing. Well, and that's kind of really all everyone talked about of it. It was yeah, never like a oh Doctor they... Strange is this amazing character. And I've well, I've loved him since then.
1: I mean I thought he was a good character.
0: Anyways. <laughs> um all right last thing I've got. Yep. So the uh, trailer that was the end credit scene in Spider-Man, the trailer for Multiverse of Madness has been published on YouTube now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so if you've not seen Spider-Man, it's... You probably have seen that. Actually, no. If you've not seen Spider-Man, you probably don't care enough about Marvel. Um, so you probably haven't seen anything in the past year. But... So, that trailer's been released. Rewatched it. Um, there's only one big thing I noticed. Which is? Um, it has nothing to do with the actual trailer. Like, from since I watched it the first time. It's that as it ends, it says, This film is not yet rated. Do you think we could get the first rated R Marvel nope. movie?
1: Um, I think it's just because it's got five, it's five months away and they're probably still finishing up the final cuts. I think that's why it's not rated.
0: I mean, it's definitely going to be rated PG 13 at least.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: But but if, why would they not say that?
1: Because it, it has to officially get the rating. They can't just say it's going to be PG 13 or R. Well because I mean what if they have a really hardcore sex scene between Dr. Strange and Dr. Strange Andrew?
0: Well, what I I'm not getting to like anything like that. I think it might be rated R because of it being a horror movie.
1: But okay. So this is something that I've learned within the last 6 to 8 months
0: from watching horror movies.
1: Yes. Horror is a very broad spectrum. For example, you, Andrew, would consider um, Daredevil horror because of the gore. You are queasy and you are uncomfortable with it. However, it does not make me uncomfortable. What makes me uncomfortable to watch would be things that have jump scares. I can't handle jump scares.
0: So, but, like, Jurassic
1: Park. Alien. Yes. yes. Well, okay. But then there's the, the the other part, which is, if it's well-earned, if it does a good job building that tension, that's fine.
0: Jurassic Park. Alien.
1: Right. That's <laughs> why I can watch those. And I think those are both great movies. Which is not a, a hot take at all. Everyone loves those movies. So... <sighs> When when we say horror, do I think it'll have some scary imagery? Sure. Do I think that it's going to have gore and we're going to see, like, heads cut off and you see all the blood spilling down? No. That's not Marvel. They have to keep it kid-friendly. Because if they make it rated R, they lose out on all the parents who are like, Oh! Let's go let's go have our kids watch this movie. We can sleep for two to two and a half hours thanks to this movie. It's basically a babysitter for for some parents.
0: Yeah, and everything I'm looking up now says that it's not gonna be rated R. Hold yeah, on one second.
1: It's Sam it's Sam Rainey. <laughs> <Yeah. clears
0: throat> Shut up. It was stated that it will be a straight up horror movie, though.
1: Right, but the, again, horror, big genre.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I I think the biggest reason it's going to be horror is because of Scarlet Witch. I I mean, and and Ultimate Strange, well, it's all of it. <laughs> it it's 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 going to be weird.
1: Like they're they're going to have to do <sighs> weird things in it. Like I would consider episode four. Of what if the one with Doctor Strange, I would consider that horror. Oh but it yeah! It was animated. It was animated. It had very scary imagery. It did not end with a nice, warm, and fuzzy. It ended with death and despair and sadness.
0: I'd even say that the zombie episode would be horror.
1: Yeah. No. I Just mean, 'cause
0: zombies. It's. I mean, it's a different kind of horror. It's zombies, yeah. but.
1: No, no, you're you're right there, and. But like again. I think what we're going to see is something called a horror comedy.
0: Um, Ooh, like the... uh, A a House in the Woods, or a Cabin in the Woods?
1: I've never seen A Cabin in the Woods, so I don't know. I assume that's just a bad film. It is. Okay. I'm talking more like Fido. Fido is where... There is a zombie apocalypse out there. But eventually, humanity figures out how to stop the zombies from wanting to eat brains using these collars. So now they're basically servants. They do the tasks that a mindless person could do. Go fetch the groceries. Go um, deliver pizza. Stuff like that. And the zombies don't eat people because of these, um, necklaces. It's a funny comedy because, it's a funny movie because it's a silly premise. Zombies are basically dogs. But it's also cute. It's it's a good movie. Um, but at the same time, it's also horror because you do see the, 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 uh, stuff get you know, people dying. Zombies eat people. See that gore. It's not gory gore, but there's still some. Mm-hmm. Or like Ghostbusters. It's ghosts, but it's a comedy.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a comedy like that.
1: It's. I mean, no, it's not going to be a strict <clears throat> comedy. But Marvel, Marvel has a tone. Yeah. A light-hearted tone. That they always have with all their heroes. It's very quippy. Very comic booky. They're not going to get rid of that. Because they know that's what the kids want to watch.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Makes sense. Alright. Do you have anything else, John Wayne? Before we close out? Nope. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining. This has been Creech and John with the Marvel Super Awesome Super Show, and uh,
2: have a good one. Bye.